It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where it's all about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas from me so you can save more and spend less, and don't let anyone ever rip you off. I want to mention to you that as we get closer and closer to Christmas, ClarkDeals.com is the spot you should be checking for the greatest deals you can find at the last minute, which is usually a tough time leading up to Christmas to find deals. We're going to do what we can to help you do that last minute shopping. Coming up in a little while, I want to talk to you about how criminals are doing pretexting to predict the future that your credit card or debit card has been stolen. It's today's Clark Rageous moment, and I'm going to tell you what signs to look out for that you don't get conned by a crook. And later yet, there's a big change going on in how Americans access the Internet. And I want to tell you where a lot of your fellow Americans have already migrated to to save money. Speaking of saving money and saving lives, in tests going on, remote monitoring of people with chronic medical conditions is going to be so much a part of our lives through something known as IoT that is was a buzzword or buzz... What do you call that when somebody's initials? Buzz initials, whatever, that first came on my radar at the Consumer Electronics Show, CES, four years ago, is starting to happen with more and more regularity. It's where uh, things that you monitor, the security of your home or your car or whatever, are always connected to the Internet. And now we as humans who have pre-existing medical conditions are going to be more and more in continuous monitoring. And the reason for this is not only does it save lives, but it saves a fortune of money in delivery of medical care. There was a study in one of the medical journals about how having people connected to remote monitoring reduces emergency room visits and hospital stays. In fact, it effectively reduces hospital admissions by this one study's research done by class research by roughly 40%. And so people that are diabetics, people who have a heart condition, People have a variety of medical conditions will, in the very near future, if not, depending on your medical provider already, have access to continuous monitoring. The new Apple Watch, the 4, has any of a number of medical capabilities built into it, and we'll see with time as those get perfected where those can be life-saving. One of the things that the new Apple Watch does is it can sense when someone who's prone to falls has fallen and will automatically, based on geolocating where you are, be able to send emergency help immediately. The watch will be able to do that.
the watch is able to monitor for people with heart conditions, able to monitor the current and continuous monitoring of current conditions of the health of your heart. And these, uh, these technologies to monitor your health are going to be commonplace within the next maybe 18 months. And again, the benefit is in cost reduction, which is what people in the insurance industry care about. But how about mortality reduction? Saving lives is what I care about from this. Dorothea is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Dorothea. How are you doing? Hey, Clark. I'm fine. How are you? Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. Dorothea, you have a question for me about keeping your personal information safe. Hit me with it. Well, the question is, I've been seeing a lot of stuff on the Internet about VPNs for your cell phone, for your laptops, and for your home computers. And I was wondering, do you have any recommendations, or should this be something that you should add uh, in addition to your antivirus software? That is a wonderful question. So in your home, a virtual private network, uh, the technology experts aren't as concerned about that as they are when you're out and about. And particularly when you're using Wi-Fi, that a VPN is a great strategy to better protect your information because when you're at a public location and you're on Wi-Fi, there are so many risks of your key personal information being intercepted. And what a VPN does is it makes your information as it travels private, even if somebody is successfully snooping on your phone or your computer, it will keep you protected. Now, there are a number of stories that are available if you were to search under VPN on whatever search engine you like, Google or whatever else, mm-hmm. and you click on the the on Google, you can click on news, and you'll see a number of technology publications that have reviewed VPNs, and you can see which ones test the best, because VPNs are not all the same. There is no one VPN that I would tell you, oh yeah, this is absolutely the one you should use, mm-hmm. because I'm not knowledgeable enough to be able to say to you, Dorothea, oh, yeah, absolutely, use this one, this one, or that one. And that's why I would defer to one of the technology publications that have gone full bore in depth to see which ones are the ones that function best and are the most trustworthy with your information. Okay. Now, let me tell you something I do. Do you have unlimited data on your cell phone? Yes. So with unlimited data, I don't use any public Wi-Fi on my phone. The only Wi-Fi I use is at my home or here at the studio. Other than that, on my phone, I'm on their data network, which provides a great layer of protection and doesn't create the vulnerability that I'd have using Wi-Fi anywhere. And if I do need to use my laptop, what I do is I use the hotspot that I have available with my cell phone service 
and use it for internet access instead of using the public Wi-Fi available at a hotel, restaurant, or any other place, airport that might have Wi-Fi. Okay. And I'm looking, uh, Wirecutter has a new review of VPNs, and Wirecutter is a very trusted source if you want to look at its story on VPNs. Okay. So you said for home use, don't don't necessarily have to use that? Yeah, I'm not worried about it at home. Okay. Okay, that's what I was concerned about because most of the things I've seen on the news or read, it, they said for um, it seems like they're saying recommend for home use, and I use antivirus software where, and I believe my um, my um, internet carrier is pretty you know secure. So I was just was wondering, was that another um, level of protection I needed to kind of look into or purchase or whatever? But that really does help a lot. Yeah, and we may hear from a tech expert that I'm wrong and that the access to the Internet at home is a real vulnerability, but that's Mm -hmm. not what I have read. That's not what I've been concerned about. Okay. Well, uh, well, Clark, I really do appreciate you taking my call, and that does give me some peace of mind to kind of not panic and say, oh, no, somebody's going to take all my stuff or whatever, because I have been a victim of identity theft before. So I always want to just make sure that I'm kind of protected as much as I can be. Protected. And do you have your credit frozen if you've been a victim of identity theft? Yes, yes, I certainly do. Yes. Well, good for you, because that is the best security and protection you can have for your identity that we have. Dennis is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Dennis. Hi, Clark. How are you doing? I'm doing well, buddy. How's everything with you? Great, thank you. Dennis, how can I be of service to you? Well, after upcoming 25 years uh, of marriage, my wife's always wanted to take the trip to Ireland. So this upcoming next year, it'll be the 25th, and I've heard you talk about trips before to there, and I've never jotted down or don't know the particulars. What can you tell me? Anything you tell me is a help. All right. So uh, I have been to Ireland all different times a year, and if you're into, how much does cost matter in planning this or not? Well, I'm just about like Clark Howard, so All right, I'm cheap. so you want to know cheap. All right, and we're actually going there on our next uh, staff trip because it went on sale for 408 round trip. So that's how we decide where we go on staff trip each year. For right, our, I remember you saying that. is based on wherever the deal is, and Ireland popped up at 408. Some of us are paying 404. Others are paying 412. Don't know why the price has moved around in that little band, but that's that's how we're going there and why. So my answer to that, if you know Ireland is where you want to go, is go to Google.com/flights. So with Google Flights, you're able to set up first search what the fares are. Just pick a randomized time that would work for you for your anniversary trip and congratulations on 25 years by the way i should have said that and so it will give you a baseline what prices are and you can try different times of the year and it the results come instantly it's fascinating and you can pull up a calendar and it'll show you the price departing every day month after month you can see and then you can set up an alert 
where every time there's a deal, they'll notify you automatically by email that a deal has come along. Okay, very good. So the more flexibility you have about when you go, the more money you're going to save. Absolutely, great. Um, how about we're in? We live in Ohio. What do you have any particular carriers or? No, wouldn't worry about the training? airlines. That's why I would use the Google Flights because it will search all Wonderful. pretty much everybody. And where in Ohio are you? Um, well, actually, actual Bell Fountain. It's in between Columbus and Toledo. That's fantastic because that means you're close enough. You could try fares out of uh, Port of Columbus Airport. You could try Cleveland. Uh, it wouldn't be horrible if you were to go to Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh's right. what, three hours? Right at it, yep. Yeah. So you could try all those. You could even try Cincinnati, which would be uh, um, 90 minutes for you, I guess, two yep. hours. And so yep. you've got this great situation that you're going to be able to find a deal because you can try the Google flights to all those airports. And whenever you feel like doing it, check again and see which of the four are going to have the best deal for you. And when it gets to a price point that you're happy with, you just buy it and go. And uh, Ireland, even though you might normally like driving a bigger car, travel right. around in a small car. <laughs> okay. the, the roads are extremely narrow in the parts of Ireland where the sightseeing is really fun in the south and the west. Right. And um, uh, also, can you drive a stick shift? Oh, yeah. Great, because car rentals are one-third the cost for a stick shift versus an automatic. So congratulations to you. I hope you have a great anniversary trip. Today's Clark Regis moment is a special important warning for you so that nobody ends up creating a problem for you that doesn't actually exist yet. Scams, rip-offs, outrages. It's a Clark Regis moment. Krebs on Security has put out a briefing for you to know that there is now a criminal plot where you get multiple calls, one after another, and finally you bite, you answer one of them, and same number calling three different times, and they pretend, they pretext that they're calling from your financial institution, and they know your financial institution, they know the name of your bank or credit union. They pretend to be an employee in the security department of your bank or credit union. They have some of the numbers of your credit card. And what they then do is they go on to tell you they're calling from the card security department, fraud department, and there have been a number of transactions happening on your account out of state. And they give you made-up amounts and all that. And they tell you they're going to need to issue you a new card, but they need to verify some information with you. And they try to get out of you on your credit or debit card as much info as they possibly can con out of you. Maybe your PIN, full number, um, the three-digit code on the back of your card, 
whatever they can get out of you enough so that they can either duplicate the card for fraudulent in-person purchases or do things online if they're able to get the PIN and the three-digit code and whatever else. Know that if you get a call pretending from a bank or credit union, you know it's pretend. If they ever ask for your PIN or three-digit code on your card, they're scammers. Hang up the phone. Glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show where it's all about you and that wallet. I want you to learn ideas from me so you can save more and spend less and don't let anyone ever rip you off. So there's three factors coming together all at once that are affecting decisions you make about monthly bills. And I want to hit you with one in particular, and that is what's happening with home internet connections. Because of the movement in the cell phone industry to larger and larger screen phones, now with a new phone coming along apparently in the next little while, I think next month, there will be a 7-inch screen cell phone. Apple's um, 10 Max or X Max, whatever you like to call it, XS Max, 10S Max, 6.5-inch screen, Samsung Note 9, 6.4-inch screen, uh, six screens in the sixes now common, very pleasing to the eye to read, to watch video, to do things on. And now that unlimited data is a common offering with both first-tier and second-tier cell phone providers, one in five homes no longer have a home internet connection. One in five, according to research done by the Pew Research Center. And that number is only going to grow in the future, and the distinction of what a home internet connection is is going to change dramatically in 2019 as more and more of America starts to be covered by 5G wireless, which in many cases will be much faster than existing wired internet connections in people's homes. So if you right now are paying for monthly cell phone service and you're paying for home internet connection, maybe one of those is ready to get the heave-ho. There may be situations where you still need a home internet connection. I can tell you we do in our house for one reason, and that's all the streaming of video going on in our house that uh, we have YouTube TV, which is phenomenal because I can start watching something on my phone, a football game, because that's all I watch is football, and I get in the home, and I can then watch it on the TV. I haven't missed anything. I can leave the house, go from watching on the TV to watching on my phone. In our case, for now, still having a home internet connection is valuable, but Let's say you live by yourself or there's just two of you and you're living in a home and you want to watch more than one thing and you have YouTube TV or DirecTV Now or uh, the new Hulu 
full video service or any of the options available. Um, gosh, I forgot the one that that started it all from the Dish Network people called Sling.com. Anyway, whatever of these you're doing, we have a list of a lot more than those on Clark.com. Video is the most common reason someone would still have a home internet connection. But now you can very easily, with either a wireless or a wired adapter, you can watch with no home internet connection what comes across your phone on your TV. And we have both in our possession, we have a, a cable that goes right from the phone charging port right to a TV. And we have a wireless device that projects the signal from the phone to the TV. Now, depending on your unlimited data with your cell phone provider, you may be limited to a lower video quality that you can project to a TV or that you watch on your phone that you don't realize it's lower quality looking at the size of a screen on a phone. But you will notice projecting to a TV. But what I also noticed is how much money I save. And I'm just fine with that. Linda's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Linda. How you doing? Hi, how you doing, Clark? Great, thank you. Linda, how can I be of service? Yes, Clark, what I was trying to find out is we just purchased a 2009 Nissan Murano, and we we purchased it from a private owner, and actually he was a mechanic himself, so the car is in um, wonderful shape. It drives great. It looks great. But the fact is, in 2009, it does have over 100,000 miles. And the question I, I want to know is, do it benefit me any if I was to put the insurance, a warranty on it? No. To make sure for the next couple of years? Definitely not. Nothing major will go down. Definitely, Definitely not. not, because the warranty programs that are available for vehicles that have north of 100,000 miles on, and you're talking 10 model years. And I want to congratulate you on finding reliable transportation that's got a lot of miles on it, a lot of years, but is providing you with an affordable way to get around. Mm-hmm. Um, can I ask how much you paid for it? Um, 3000 Fantastic. So yeah. at a $3,000 purchase, you're like right out of the Joel, producer Joel School of Buying Vehicles. Okay. <laughs> he did. Uh, Joel, you bought. Let me see if I remember. For thirty three hundred and fifty dollars. Thirty thirty two hundred. Thirty two hundred. So Linda's still two hundred dollars smarter than you are. That's true. <laughs> Joel bought an old um, Nissan Altima. That's right. And it had how many miles on it when you bought it? Yeah, it's probably about one hundred and thirty five, hundred forty. And Joel yeah. drove it for. Almost eight years. And sold wow. it for? Like 1200 bucks, I think. So it cost him, over that entire period of time, cost him $2,000 to have it. When you find a purchase like you did, you can't mm-hmm. insure against trouble that might come along because there are no legitimate warranty sellers or service contract sellers that would sell you one that would be decent, that would cover something of the age 
and miles that you bought. Just know okay. you made a, a, what hopefully will be a brilliant purchase. You okay. paid um, the average cost of a new vehicle today, believe it or not, Linda, is $35,000. Yeah, I know. You paid yeah. less than 10% of what people pay for a vehicle, and every mile you travel from here, you got a smile. Yeah, I do. So just know well, that you, you you made hopefully a brilliant purchase and mm-hmm. the miles you get out of it are all found money. Because most okay. people, the effective cost they're paying per month for buying a new vehicle would equate to what you paid to buy one that you hope to be able to drive for years. They blow through that money in three to four months. Right. But thank you. I always look up the information and I start with your website and i go from there (laughs) well i'm glad for um, that and you will get solicitations yes the people trying to sell you an extended warranty or service contract and Mm -hmm. the solicitations you get aren't worth the paper they're printed on right awesome worried me a little bit was that in doing my homework um, the car that we got is to have 140,000 miles. And like I said, it runs right now. The oil was changed, and we just got done changing the oil because I heard it's very important to change your oil at least every three or 4,000 miles on that kind of vehicle. It's just the fear part was that I also heard that after 100,000 miles, it may run into, may or may not run into a transmission problem. Well, that's true, that though. That's Morales true, though. For that. Yeah, but that's true on any vehicle as you break the century mark. But it's not at all unusual today for vehicles to make it to a quarter million miles without a lot of tragic kind of repairs. So you can't insure against everything. And in this case, the real insurance policy is that you did careful shopping for a vehicle and put $3,000 in it and own it free and clear. That's the best you could do. James joins us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, James. Hello, Clark. How are you doing? Great. Thank you, James. Hope I can be of service to you. Yeah, I've been with the company I'm with now for about 22 years. It's a pretty strenuous job. I'm getting a little too old to handle it, actually. Thinking about switching careers and my uh, 401k, I'm wondering, I see that you were saying that Schwab, Fidelity, and Vanguard are probably the best ones to go with if you don't go to a job with a 401k plan. And I was just wondering, do they have like a similar account you could invest in, similar to a retirement? Yeah, so with all, with all three of them, you could, so this is for money going forward that you'll put aside. Is that right? No, I want to tr- uh, roll over the oh, 401k. Okay. So, you, so you can roll it over into an IRA and have it okay. be a completely tax-free event with any of those three with schwab fidelity or vanguard and the advantage with fidelity or vanguard if you like is they have retail offices you can go in and work with somebody and handle transferring the funds with vanguard you do everything over the phone oh and so either i mean either way that you're comfortable with is fine and uh with both with all three, actually, they have very low-cost fund choices you can go into and move your money 
into those from the old 401k. You also have the option of leaving the 401k at your old employer if the plan has performed well, and especially if it's a low-cost plan. I was just curious. Well, I was afraid that once you leave the company, that they might add extra fees or charges since you don't work, you're not employed with them anymore. They will not do that. The, oh, I didn't the know fees that. are the fees. They just won't add any more money to it, other than what your plan earns over time. But right. if you're happy with the plan you have, you can leave that money there as long as you have more than $5,000 in it. Oh. And the Roth IRA, you can only add, you can only put so much in that per year, right? Right. So you, you could actually move the money to a traditional IRA. You could also move it to a Roth, but that's very expensive because then suddenly you have to pay tax on all the money that's in your oh, okay. 401k. Even if you just did a percentage of it? Yeah, like so say, with a 401k, you move all or none, basically. Oh, And okay. if you move it, you can move it all to a traditional, and then over time, you can move money from the traditional to a Roth and pay the tax on whatever you move each year, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. So right. if you decide you don't want to leave the money at the old employer, and that's your preference, and you might well not want to leave it there, what you do is with, if you went to one of the, you sounded like you'd prefer to go to an office where you can talk to somebody in person. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd kind of wanted to see, check out all the options, like uh, it would have to all go into an IRA, you said, right? Yes. All right. I so, didn't know if they had something similar to a uh, diversified thing you could yeah, inside the IRA. Inside the IRA, it could be completely diversified. The easiest choice is to put all the 401k money into an IRA and inside the IRA, put it in a, what's known as a target retirement fund. Oh, okay. Where you pick the year closest to when you completely want to bag work, and they do yeah. it in five-year increments. And so you just pick that target year, and they invest um, as conservatively as they need to, knowing when it is you're planning to retire. And so that would okay. be the combo that I would recommend if you did decide to do uh, move it from the 401k to an IRA. One thing your soon-to-be ex-employer will try to get you to take a check from the 401k, don't do that. The money needs to go straight from them to whichever of the low-cost companies you decide to go to. Christine's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Christine. Hi, Clark. Thank you for having me on your show. Sure, Christine. I understand you're already learning to love hockey as your favorite sport after having right. had a conversation with a Canadian, huh? Yes, indeed. Um, my uncle passed away in February. And, oh, I'm sorry. Um, I didn't mean to make light of anything. Please accept That's my right. apologies. Okay. Thank you. And he left a bequest for me. And uh, I re received a notice from the bank, and they said that they have been appointed the executor of his estate. And they have asked me to send some rather personal information, like my driver's license and birth certificate and things like that. And I'm, I'm a little nervous.
nervous because it is a foreign country, and that you know, in this day of an age of uh, identity theft, what do you do? So, Christine, let me see if I follow this. So, your okay. uncle was a Canadian citizen. Yes. And mm-hmm. do you have other family in the area in Canada where he lived? Yes. Have you, is one of the family members, where in Canada did he pass away? Did he live? Um, uh, Vancouver Island. Oh, but the, really? uh, Yeah. The, the trust company is located in Vancouver, British Columbia. All right. And, so Vancouver yeah. Island is to the west of the city of Vancouver. It's where the city Correct. of Victoria is. And right. so if you were to find out who the... Uh, the equivalent of the executor is for his estate. I have the name, right. All right. Have you talked with that executor? Yes. And so this is all on the up and up and all that, and this is the financial institution that Mm -hmm. you're supposed to work with? Right. And um, she is a trust officer in that corporation. And I can understand from their perspective, this is a bank, and they want to know that I am whom, who I say I am. But by the same token, I'm reluctant to send things like that through the mail. Well, so, in this I, case, in this case, as long as you've verified with family that mm-hmm. this is who's handling the dispersal of funds for mm-hmm. the estate, I would go ahead and deal with your discomfort but send the paperwork okay should i fedex it just to make sure that you know it doesn't get opened or something well that is a good idea to send it uh fedex or ups with or with the postal service with some form of tracking and tracing okay i will do that then and again i'm sorry about your loss well thank you that's very kind of you you're listening to the clark howard show Thanks for joining us today. The Clark Howard Show is produced by Kim Drobes, Joel Larsgaard, Deborah Reese, and Jim Ayers. And remember, 24 hours a day, we're there to serve you at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com.